1: Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed.
2: Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Oh, yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. That is correct. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo
0: Studios in beautiful... Downtown Van Nuys! Oh, man, there's someone hiding in the studio over there. Who is that? That's a surprise for you later. later. Yes, you will find out later. Now,
2: Ed, before we jump in, I see you have some... uh,
0: some good Patreon news. Yes. If you want to contribute to the show, go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. I want to thank the new Patreoners out there. Terry Benoir, Christine Valentin, or Valentine, I'm not sure if the E got left off. Hope Hansbarger also jumped in to support the show. We really thank you. We are really On the upswing, and everything's going well. It really is uh, inspiring, and we're so glad you're part of the funniest thing.
2: Yes, it's helping us uh,
0: meet all our expenses. I know, it's incredible. Such a great feeling. Uh, It's also, you're investing in Chobo Studios and Jeff Comfort, and uh, so we appreciate it. So we got a message, actually, on Patreon from Terry Benoir. Thank you, Daryl and Ed, for your uplifting, loving, and fun approach to sharing unity principles. Terry Hoover is my Facebook name. I'm a.k.a. Terry Benoir, a longtime fan of your show. Thank you, Terry, from Christine Valentin. There's no E at the end. Valentin, I'm not sure how she reads it, but thank you guys for all the laughter, silliness, and reassurance you have provided to your listeners. As a social worker psychotherapist, I was at first a skeptic but your words, and more importantly, your vulnerability in sharing your personal stories, has given me guidance and permission on how to do the same. Thank you for all you do. Keep up the great work. And I wish you both well in your personal and professional endeavors. Wow. So you can hop on. Thank you, Christine. We, you can hop on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. We sincerely appreciate the contributions, and it, we look forward to many more years with you. So, what's the name of today's show? What are we speaking
2: of? Um, meeting our needs. Yes. Did you know we're all trust fund kids, Edward? That's right.
0: That's the name of today's show. We're all trust fund kids with Stephen Tom Thorpe. God is the source, and the channels are infinite. And we'll explain more what that means if you've never heard that before. God is the source, and the channels are infinite. By putting our trust in God to supply all that we need to live fully, we move through our day full of positive expectation. God is love, and when we're all in with love, God provides for our every need in amazing ways. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to expect the blessing everywhere they go. And during the second segment, shining star Stephen Tom Thorpe encourages us to let go and trust completely with today's daily word, let go. Let God. You know what are what? you jotting down there, sir?
2: Well, I, you're going to love this.
0: I know I will.
2: When you just read that one line from the uh, today's show description.
0: The one-liner.
2: When you wrote, God is love, and when we're all in with love, God provides for every need in amazing ways. Yes. That reinforces the fact that when I'm all in with love,
0: There's no need to push and shove. Uh, Ah. Do you want to breathe on that?
2: I don't know. What do you think? Sure. Let's do our three breaths to kick it off. We've done
0: something with shove, and it's always a good time because it's always a good reminder. It's a good reminder
2: that that does not work.
0: All right. Let's take a breath to clear our mind here. Uh, Ah. When I'm all in with love, there's no need to push and shove.
2: Uh. <laughs> I'm getting comfortable We're sitting in new spots, ladies and gentlemen I uh, realize, though, this is my better side so Okay, let's trip. start
0: over, come on is, We're breathing air <laughs> I'm car. over here in this chair This I is know. a beautiful chair, look at the way I'm sitting <laughs> over here I know, but I got sandbags
2: No, I know, I know okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's
0: start over. There, there's a sandbag here by my feet, ladies. And <laughs> <gentlemen>. I couldn't <laughs> do this. Sorry, all I'm right, that. okay. Just read our shirts, Daryl and Ed. Love you. If you haven't subscribed to YouTube yet, go to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on YouTube, so you can watch the episode, and uh, you're gonna love the way you look. All right, let's take a deep breath. Okay, mind. Huh? <sighs> when I'm all in with love. There's no need to push and shove. Ah. When I'm all in with love, there's no need
2: to push and shove. Ah. When I'm all
0: in with love, there's no need to push and shove. Ah. Man, we had another breath lined up, which you might want to use. This is a great affirmation. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. You want to just do one of those? This is actually how I've been feeling lately because I've been waking up and my head's been um, not trusting God, not trusting life, kind of really racked with a lot of just self-doubt and judgment. And it's so funny when I'm used to thinking judgmental, horrible thoughts about myself and the world, it actually seems rational to continue to do so until I sit down and do my morning routine where I read some inspirational material we read some inspirational material we meditate which is not scary you don't need to read a book the 20 hierarchical steps of how to get into deep meditation don't need that just sit down put a timer on 3 minutes whatever you want just breathe and look around like just don't you're not trapped just look around the room if you want close your eyes feel the seat you're in Daryl would say, drink your coffee. If you're a cigarette smoker, heck, bring one of those with you. <laughs> Look out the
2: window. Sometimes just taking a deep breath yeah, well, in your
0: car. The key is whoever you are, <sighs> bring that to the morning routine. Don't. This isn't something where, oh, you're going to get rid of that old self that was you. No, you're going to become more and more inspired by who you are, which is what I was saying. When I'm done with that morning routine, that's when, and Daryl, you could probably agree, I start to sing. I feel so in uh." I get shot out of the cannon. I feel the relief you've been talking about lately. Yeah. I feel a deeper sense of satisfaction.
2: And you start to become, a, I believe you refer to yourself as a
0: maniac. That's right. <laughs> you might even sing. How are we gonna do we want to do Just sing along? Yeah. I'm a, a maniac, a maniac a on the, floor, the, and the, the floor, floor. And I'm trusting like I never have before. before. Yeah. yeah. Trusting. Trusting. Cause that's really, what a relief! Like you just said, when I'm when uh, what did you say? When I'm all in with love, and the and all in yeah. with love is not oh, we got it's not feelings. just something you say. It's something you feel inside of you, and when you really feel it, you just fall in. You're all in. Everything just relaxes. It is an amazing feeling.
2: Should I read that love one then? Since we're talking about that, yeah, please do. That, we, we had a different lineup, folks. We even had different three breaths. The maniac was yeah. going to be the breaths. But this just goes to show you, you got to let God have free play in your life. You cannot be rigid even when you're working on a show.
0: That's right. That is right. The best
2: things, and you'll even see or hear when you watch interviews of uh, celebrities or authors or even musicians. We saw one recently with Ringo Starr, that the best things come from when you let go and are flexible in the situation and those right, things that weren't right. planned or controlled in any way turn out to be the most memorable or most uh, oh, yeah. admired portion right? or most quoted line right. in
0: the movie well it goes with what um, we have uh, her book here Kathy Jean Norman what she said I'm not going to read it but it's we read it last week in our episode which is called um, "Who is it's with John Strickland what was that, last week's episode called um Whatever the case was, but she said, "Use your mind as an instrument. Recognize that your mind is an instrument for the divine. The decision's already been made. Our mind is an instrument through which the divine flows. It's not a tool that we have to rack and, you know, stress over to try to get it to make the decision, you know, or come up with the ideas." No. The, I just want to tell everyone because I really recommend that the. the Episode? episode with John Strickland, which is called Living on a Prayer with John Strickland. So you can go back and listen to that. Yes. But that idea, when we're stressed, we think our mind is this tool. I'm When I'm stressed, I think, I got to figure this out, la, la, la. But this is really about recognizing the mind as an instrument through which the ideas will flow. Yeah, I have
2: to disengage from my analytical mind. Right. And that is really... It's it's contrary to what reason reason I better figure this out, but I really can't figure anything out. Right. When that my that and analytical part of my mind is engaged because now it's thinking of ways to overcome nightmares that I'm creating. Yes. So it just keeps reinforcing the nightmare and I just keep feeling worse and more
0: overwhelmed. I have to really break away from that. Yeah, when you say that figure it out it makes me think of that movie A Beautiful Mind where the guy's writing all this stuff and pinning it to the walls because figure it out to me I think it means draw facts draw figures you know yeah. I better figure this out and so you're going to draw it all out there I don't really but the whole time life is happening why not just tap into yeah. what's really happening which is love which is about what, which is what you're about to read about
2: Yes, and here, oh, this goes right with it. I didn't even realize the last line in the quote. Yes. So this is a book we recommend. It's on our reading list at darrellned.com. It's yes. a good morning reader. Hmm. It's called A Year of Miracles. It's by Marianne Williamson, Ed's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Ooh, la, la. And this is from day 217. Yes. Because in this one, the days aren't, they're numbered, which is kind of, A little bit of a challenge. So it really means it's August 5th. So I went and numbered all the pages. It's never a
0: good thing when your days are numbered. (laughs) So so rather than
2: numbering, I I actually did the... uh, I put the date so I could easily
0: find them. The good news is that when you read this, you will no longer feel like your days are numbered. No. So here we go.
2: From day 217 in a year of miracles. Love can be trusted... Without love, I'm insane. Love makes all things right. Love is my sanity. The thinking... ...of the world would lead me to believe that the ways of love are often ways of weakness, Mm -hmm. while the ways of fear are often ways of strength. Right. Never has a more insane perspective taken hold of the human mind. Yes. I shall not be lured into the thinking of darkness, but rather I will cleave to love today. And, you know, what's great about getting these books and reading them each morning is sometimes things will hit you right in the moment. Maybe the reading, a word, one word, one sentence, yes. all of a sudden knock 100%. you will crack the code and knock you out of your insanity, right. knock right. you out of the you know, the spell. That's why we, we we learned the biblical meaning of the word wicked in the Bible it just meant you are under the spell of the race consciousness.
0: Yeah, it's like these readings in the lion tunes the instrument, which is your mind, yes. to the reality. And once it gets in tune, it does, you never know what's, what it's going to be yes. that's going to get you in tune.
2: So after this, um, I jotted down something to myself, which helped reinforce this idea of trust. And this sentence is always true. And this just came to me from reading this and then, you know, like we said, it's not of my mind. It's not, ooh, Daryl's brilliant. Because that just makes me feel twisted and small. It, it's actually, I'm tuned into these higher ideas that are floating around. The, the God consciousness that is actually there to always uplift. It's like a radio station. When we start tuning in to this higher frequency by the positive words we're reading in the morning and then the thoughts we start thinking, it's like... T- tuning into our favorite disco station.
0: I agree. So, it, yeah, so and it, These, these yes. other
2: thoughts come. They're, they came through my head, but whenever they come to me, I don't think to myself like I would many years ago. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to share this with my friends because they're going to think I'm smart. It actually is like coming from a higher part of me that makes me feel so good and gives me something to utilize moving forward in my day. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Well,
0: I can say why part of that is is because what you're recognizing, what I recognize in those moments too, is that life is brilliant. Yes. Life is a brilliant shining light within me. So I'm not thinking and you're not thinking, ooh, look at me. It's like you want to tell people because that same light is shining yes. within them too. That they're brilliant also. It's the type of brilliance that reminds us that everyone is brilliant. So what I wrote to myself, what came
2: to me in this... Well, they call it a flash of what? Genius. Yes. Which is actually means a flash of our genuine self. Yes. Genius. Origin of genius means the genuine self. That's
0: right. Who so,
2: we truly are. Yes. Yeah, so I wrote to myself and this I wrote to myself last year, 2021. But I read it again today with, and it was fresh again. By constantly choosing love and hope, I will always be surrendering to success. Yes, and this morning I was beating myself up because of a lot of things, but mainly lately because I have all these things going on in my body that are just a bummer. you know, and then I woke yeah. up again with pain in my upper shoulder and I got some other things that right and I you know, and my mind will tell me all sorts of stuff, oh, this is chronic or this and that and I had oh it was
0: horrible, right.
2: But by reading this, choosing love, by choosing love i am i am surrendering i'm all, by choosing love and hope meaning trusting that trusting hope having trust that god that the future is brighter that healing right. is happening you know have that hope and then in love and just keep my mind my thoughts loving towards myself not attacking myself with thoughts of oh the hits just keep coming what next Those are the... Those are are, attacking myself. And those
0: are the thoughts that lead to the actual sicknesses. Yes. There's a little thing that happens, and then the stories we pile upon it that stop our healthy energy from flowing are what make things linger longer yes. they make things aggravated they make us shut down stop living the because we've been pointing this out recently a lot, quite a bit because it's been coming up for us if we're not accepting our good and mm-hmm. accepting that that we are amazing and that life is amazing we are co- our consciousness that means yes. it's pushing against yes. It. it yes yes if no, not neutral yes. we're either letting it in or we're pushing it out yes. away and that's why so many people who are miserable are also so kind of like on the other one side they're like oh pity me on the other side all of a sudden this arrogance comes out i'm right because it's the full force of our consciousness starts to push against our good it's one or the other we're either receiving and sharing or we're rejecting it we and so yes
2: yes yes and um Whenever I'm thinking anything other than health is occurring, yes. I'm actually rejecting the idea of health. Right. Because the principle is that health is
0: always is occurring. Yes. So it's just I'm whether actually whether or not we're letting well, it in.
2: Well, and that's where it says if love is my sanity, because all those other thoughts are unloving. Yes. And they're insane. Yes. And that's why by constantly choosing love and hope, I am, I will always be surrendering right to success because right. the success is guaranteed when i yes. don't when i'm not in there trying to figure it out because what happens is i noticed this and i had to stop it this morning one thing happens i go okay so I'll, i could treat this with this and this other thing happens you know I'm, i got a doctor's appointment on this day so i'll tell them this and they'll know and and then this and then i'm going to see this other doctor and maybe it'll be i got to stop all of that yeah all of that scheming in mind. And I told myself, today is a new day. Today I am born new.
0: Yes. And
2: I can have hope in, and love, and just move with love. Yes. And everything else will fall into place. It'll create a vacuum of healing and prosperity 100%. that I don't have to Freaking figure out. No. You can keep saying, I am forgiven. I forgive myself.
0: Oh my God. We have so much that goes <laughs> with this. That's right. There's so much that goes with this. The, actually, I, I was going to read the second segment, but there's a book, You yeah. from 1935, from Frances Wilshire, where she says, Allow your spirit to flow through both your mind and your body in complete yes. abandonment. By saying in rhythm, I am God's perfect child. I am free. I am free. I am God's perfect child. I am free. I am free. I I am free. free. I am free. Literally feel. <laughs> you are being feel- freed from everything that you do not ah. want. And freed for all the things you do want. Drop the undesirable as the balloon drops its ballast. Yes. And like the balloon with a feeling of exhilaration, you can sail right up and out into your freedom, into the life of more abundant. You know what? i got
2: to say one thing, Ed, quickly. Go ahead. Because, You know, in 12-step programs, they talk about um, doing an inventory. Wait, is this
0: the dance Class, you were talking about where they do the 12 step? No, this is a overseas. different one. Oh, this okay. is
2: the 12 step recovery programs. All right, all right. So, for sure. Well, because. I think
0: my grandmother used to dance the 12 step with my grandfather. That's called the hokey pokey. Ah, yes. <laughs> ah, yes. But they both turn yourself around. Yeah. Well, these 12 steps are supposed to turn these people right. around. So <laughs> Put your resentments in and take your resentments out. No, leave the resentments in yeah. and
2: take your happiness out. Out. Yes. So, uh, what I was going to say, ha- like, the point of doing the inventory isn't to go look what a s- cool scoundrel I was, right? The point of the inventory is to find those defective parts of my character. My character is my behavior and my thinking, right? That have actually been a- working against me, right? The right. things that, like, like I had to do this morning, right? I can't go around. Because of certain ailments, it doesn't serve me and it definitely will not help heal me at all. Right. Um, and it won't make me feel better to be in self-pity about it. Yeah. To be resentful about it. Yeah. To punish myself right. about it. Oh, my thinking caused this. No, no, no. I got I to gotta see because that's the ballast right. like, in that writing. And the point of this inventory is so we can, you know, the the person in recovery from any sort of addiction right. can let go of those attack thoughts yeah. that they've been punishing themselves with, so they don't feel the need to have to anesthetize themselves. Right. Because the 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 drinking and the drugging is just a temporary way of anesthetizing those horrible nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. So that. It gives the illusion of, oh, I feel good. And all you're really doing is, you're a scoundrel. Right, right. You're just a terrible, down. you're never going to get well. Like the drinking just makes those, those defective ways of thinking drunk. And right. you feel a false sense of relief. But right, what right. we're talking about is that by trusting in God and believing in good, we get a real sense right. of transformation and those voices start to diminish and not actually win o- win us over as easily as they used yeah, to.
0: Yeah, totally. Man, there's just there's – so, and everyone can relate to this because people – Yes. Whether it, it, you don't have to be using drugs or alcohol. No. you doing the same thing to, to be trying to shut out. Now, there's one thing. Once you start to become aware, it's kind of nice to take your attention off of those things for a while. Yes. But when you're running from them, they're just growing and – we're like a parent. We need to like face those things and be and realize we're the CEO of the company. We need to set some new guidelines and yes! new ground rules, right? It's so funny because uh, on the other page of what I was going to read from Foster McClellan. This
2: is turning into an amazing. We're trusting God and the whole readings are
0: changing.
2: Yeah. I mean, everything. This stuff permeates everything if you let it for the better. Yeah, so
0: maybe I'll read both of these things. Yeah, read uh, a- Last week we talked about Foster McClellan with John Strickland, and I know you loved it. Fazaro was a little uh, worried it went long. That you guys don't enjoy that, but we know you did. And <laughs> so go back and listen to it. It was uh, great. But he recommended he knew Foster McClellan, the author of this book, and he knows his daughter. And now we're happy to admit that uh, we're going to record on September 3rd with Carla McClellan, yes, Foster McClellan's daughter. Just a week ago, or a few more days in a week, I was asking myself, who is Foster McClellan? And like four days later, his daughter is calling me and telling me she has amazing stories about this book. Oh, great. It's so crazy how the mind works. As soon as I just said to myself, I really want to know who this guy is. You can't get a better... Insight than from John Strickland and his daughter. But this writing says to live in a cave, let us absolutely refuse to live in caves of sickness, lack, unhappiness, or fear. Yes. Let's absolutely refuse to have any more empty void or fruitless days. There's something within us that can solve, dissolve, or resolve the nightmares of the mind. It says, man was not even created just to solve problems. Oh, thank man God. Man was created as an instrument to make great things happen in this world. Something truly wonderful, a new way of life emerges when we understand this. If we feel we have been living in a cave, it's high time we emerge into the light of a great new day. Let's resolve right now to let our true self emerge, to set our inner man free, to let power speak through us. And the one I was going to read is, goes yeah, right with yeah. it. It says, only half alive. Yes. This is, why, this is why, and this is the thing, this is what I'm saying, you can't be, it's one or the other, there's no half measures. One, the, if, if, we, if we worship the fear, if we let that run us, it will take over. Yes. So we need to decide which one we're going to get on board with, yes. and then it's a worthy endeavor. When we worry too much, when we become self-centered and concerned with only our problems, we're only half alive, and no one wants only to be half alive. We would miss the wonder of playing a full role in this miraculous world. There are so many many wonderful things to learn, to see, to do, that we should go about with a feeling of inner ecstasy. This doesn't mean that we should ignore the bleak days, but that we should see them along with the wonders of life. God meant this life to be a fabulous wonder, and he meant for us to put our trust in him. My friend... Let us resign our destiny to a higher power. Yes. Let go our hold, our feelings of responsibility, and we will find we gain a perfect inward relief. God never fails. Let's exercise our faith in God and really live life to the fullest. Well,
2: that's what we mean by we're all trust fund kids because when we take my trust off of my job, or my home or the girl I'm dating or the person I'm married to right and we put my trust into this higher power yeah. this you know the our higher power we all have right. this higher power within right. right right well then all these other things are just channels to bless us to bless us with the demonstration of yes. trusting in this higher power yeah. of trusting that all will be well of trusting that all things work together for good if this doesn't happen well i wonder what wonderful thing god has in store for me now yeah. you know if i don't get that job i wonder i'll get a i'm on, i'm going to get something even better than this and this is what right. i thought was best for me
0: right and
2: hindsight is always 2020 and we go holy cow
0: Right. Holy cow. And that's when we usually say, funniest thing. You're not going to believe it. Right. And then that goes to why the show is called We're All Trust Fund Kids. There's a lot in this area of, of people who kids that grew up with trust funds. And uh, that's why we were just joking about it because it's easy to to like judge people and the way they spend their money or blah, blah, blah. And, and I was telling Daryl, I think we need to relax on making fun of these because we, we also desire prosperity. And the truth is... We're trust fund kids, too, because we're trusting in our father, a God that is providing. We're trusting that that's God is going to provide for all of us. And it does require trust because and then we're going to go to our break. But the last thing I want to say, in right in line with what you're saying, I'm finding the last the most challenging thing to stop trusting, to give in to God, to give in to life is that little voice inside that really believes it's right and rational, and morally sound to judge myself you say no, we're going to put off our good till later. It's the right thing to do. Because what I realized how insane that is when I was doing my morning routine is that suffer first, then you're rewarded. And it's if a you horrible, don't work hard for right. it,
2: it's not worth it. And, and our, all that's death. It's all right. lies. The
0: divine child within us wilts when we do that. Yes, and that's what I was because I've had some big breakthrough moments on this show where I realized it's time for me to move on to newer, greater things. But and I've seen so much movement. And then my other job for the district is getting ready to start. So part of my mind's going, all right, Ed, it was nice that you said all that. But we'll put that aside because another year of teaching. And I'm thinking, no, I want to take this attitude into if I'm going to yes. indeed start this other. I want to. There's no reason for me to stop being full of wonder and joy and blessing the limitless possibilities that are within me. If especially if I'm going to go, I can, you know, and I had to change my mind to I give thanks for this job and all the good that has come from it and just stop. That voice uh, that was, sits on this little stool inside me in the past and it's like thinks it's so right but it's pure fear it's pure garbage it's time to really recognize that I'm a trust fund kid and the fund comes from within I will be funded by the divine and I should there's no need to ever stop thinking wonderful joyous thoughts and when, by doing that that will actually yes. heal all of these seemingly serious things because the reason they're there is because I was taking life too serious in the first place life is not meant to be serious We can be sincere and joyous and loving, but that's not... There's the difference between being sincere and joyous and loving and being serious. Serious is... What is serious?
2: Serious is fear pretending to be a grown-up.
0: Yeah. So enough of that garbage. All right. Coming up next, today's guest, Shining Star, Stephen Tomthorpe, encourages us to let go and trust completely... With today's daily word Let go and let God And we got a big surprise for you today So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed
1: We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio.
0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We're all trust fund kids is the name of today's show with Stephen Tom Thorpe. Indy, can they see wow. Stephen right now? Yes, they can. Oh, Look at snap. Wow. Our first ever in-studio guest. Yep. How are you doing, Stephen Tom Thorpe? I'm doing great. Great. We're going to hear more from you as the show goes on. Daryl?
2: Yeah, it's reminding me of that show Love Connection where they show the guy off camera
0: in the booth. That's right. I <laughs> hey man, like my wa- my mother and I <laughs> love that show. <laughs> we'll be back in 2 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You we have a very mad like you're like the in the Coast Guard, someone who would be like underneath the engineer type guy who like, you know, mechanic. Oh, the you firemen. Got the, you got the, called the firemen. glasses up top, glasses yeah. down below. Yes, that's why they call wow. me. Wow. Yeah. Guess that's why they call it. Okay, go ahead. Are you ready? Yeah. The good news. The that's the news. Okay,
2: this is uh, from a morning reader called A New Day. All right. 365 meditations for personal and spiritual growth. It's also on our reading list. And this yes. is from August 6th. Which is the day we're recording this show. Mm -hmm. So this was just in today. It goes perfect with our Wow, the way this stuff
0: comes together.
2: All right, here we go. Sometimes it seems that a committee of doomsayers has taken over my mind, Mm. filling it with negative thoughts that have no basis in reality. The longer I allow the committee to remain in session, the louder and more threatening it becomes, and the more tense and anxious I become. Right. Thankfully, I have a choice in the matter these days. I've already switched stations in so far as my lifestyle and attitudes are concerned. So it's become much easier to tune out fearful and undesirable thoughts. Right. More importantly, I'm learning to quiet my mind. I do so not only for the immediate relief it brings, but in preparation for a longer-term benefit. When I quiet my mind, I become ready for God's guidance to be revealed to me. Through my trust in him, I achieve calmness even during times of great stress. Even when those all around me are agitated, I achieve calmness, which is constructive of, which is constructive of good in my life. I achieve calmness and in the process become once again grateful for God's power and grace. Strive for a quiet mind. And that really is it. When we could slow down and not buy into the nightmares we're telling ourselves, Yes. And be able to switch stations. The calmness. We talked about this on an episode where we referred to uh, the, what was it called? Wall of anxiety? Yep. Was that what it was called? The filter. The anxiety filter. Then we can lower that. Yes. Then we're back into the stream of good. And things, right. and that's when we become grateful for God's grace, which just means trusting that all things are working on my behalf. I don't need to force or scheme or worry about how things are coming together. That's right. Let me just keep applying love within my thoughts and my behavior throughout my everyday yes. circumstances. And then... Our good, you know, the, the desires of our heart always seem to come in from left field. Right.
0: On a door we didn't even knock on. Right. Yeah, you know, I was talking to Stephen Tom Thorpe just about blood pressure the other day. And I was thinking, because lately it's been coming up with various people. And I was, you know, I'm a, my intuitive sense is that, from my own self too, is that we have this these, these ideas going in our brains. So they're triggering all of this fight or flight mechanisms like certain systems in our body are like running they're trying to run from what is inside our brain that is forcing our blood to try to f- pump through our body but our heart is not feeling that fear so it's not really we're not using the energy so it's so the 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 blood vessels and everything are not open and flowing because we're not literally running or doing anything yeah. with the energy so it's create i think that's what creates this excess blood pro- pressure yeah. when we're stressed and that's why when we let go of stress it's so good for our blood Is because there's a there's so many different systems in our going on in our body and if they're not all aligned and the only time they're truly aligned is when we're in the flow with love that we're talking well we're talking about god we're also just talking about life we're talking about the dao the way what's really going on that's why fear and doubt and worry oh, will always lead to burnout and a moment of recognition and go whoa what was i thinking what did i th- why would why did i do that but it's because we get under the illusion of this adrenalized like fear down and worry that's coming because our system different systems not all of them are reacting to these fear-based thoughts and 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 they're trying to react our body's trying to re- do something about it you know what i'm saying so like when we when we do these types of practices uh, that's why health starts to flow because we actually align our whole system with reality. And we've discovered that reality is love. And I, loving.
2: I've actually been dismissing the good news that my blood pressure is down to the goal without medication. Mm-hmm. They gave me one medication. It made me too tired. So I said, I can't take these. Gave me another medication. I couldn't sleep. I can't take these. Right. Right. And through the course of this time, even the doctor was amazed. So wait a minute. So you stopped taking the medic. Because now it's down to of course, its normal, yeah. But I've been dismissing it instead of like, of course, being jumping up and down at the
0: miracle. Well, we've talked about this because yeah. so much of your mind's been getting sucked into these other, the little things. That's like me. There's so that's fearing yeah. these little things, and it's anytime The other day I was walking. I had surfed for a few hours. Actually, Kathy Jean Norman blessed. The session that morning because we were we're setting up our schedule to go do a workshop and talk up there and she needed information. Yes. I left her a message. I mentioned I was surfing. She blessed that session. It turned into the most amazing session of just me and this one guy out there and these perfect waves in L.A. for two and a half hours in this crazy secluded wild. Like this, the whole thing was just I couldn't have planned it. I really just turned it all over to God and it, it was it was it was um, nothing short of amazing um god i don't even know why i I just brought this up it had something to do with what you just said blood pressure no you were talking about how you've been writing off
2: oh um, because if i was a new if i was new to this i'd be like oh my god prayer works i can't believe my blood pressure is down to one you know what it is which is crazy yes how did this happen all i was doing was just choosing to not buy into the fear about it yes and made a conscious choice to keep uh, letting myself know, no, it'll go. it's going to go back to normal yeah. or it's going to drop to the normal amount because they gave me goal numbers. Yeah, yeah. So I kept seeing those Plus, goal I numbers. Plus, I
0: knew 100%. Uh, my God box, it's amazing to know you and see your mind and you see my mind. It's like everything you're thinking about, it's like a tiny little thing that I would have already erased, but it's yeah. for some reason your mind is holding on so you get to go on that ride. Why I said that is because... I came back from that session. I surfed like three and a half hours. And so I was tired and hungry. So then all of a sudden it seemed rational to start thinking these like worrisome thoughts about things. But instead I pushed play on a YouTube video of affirmations. This guy Bob Baker that I was doing with my adult, that special need program I ran. I just somehow I had the wisdom to just press play on that. I was walking down the street to Shake Shack in, in Santa Monica. And I just was saying, I am successful. And it was literally like taking a glass of water when you're thirsty. Those thoughts brought me back into – I I saw a world that I would not have seen if I hadn't shifted over to those affirmative thoughts. It was incredible. I wanted to mention this book. We got it from Chris Chenoweth. It's it's at positivechristianity.org if you want to get it too. It's called Day by Day. It's a 52-week spiritual growth system. And wouldn't you know, the the reading for this week – I'm just going to read a part of it. It's called Let Go. We have to be willing to give up our investment in needing to have control, needing to judge, and needing to be right. We have to be willing to know that God's love is the most important spiritual aspect to express and receive. We need to be willing to let go of all the lesser things in our lives in order to have all the better things or to have a realization that truly God is our source, which is what the show is all about. Yes. The next recommendation is Sermon on the Mole Hill by Kathy Jean Norman who was a guest recently, and she said, many of us panic in the dark, but all we need to understand is that we're in this holy darkness through which God invites us to go, bo- go beyond where we are, beyond our fear, our anger, our resentment, and our judgment. It's an opportunity for transformation, which really just means our be renewed by by the transformation of your mind. That's where the transformation happens, which will allow us to dispel the darkness and walk back into the, into the light. When you pray, deny that there is power in evil simply by aligning your loyalty with God, which is good. It's all good. That's it. God is love and goodness. It says um, prayer works, and she says your prayers make a huge difference. And I was thinking you might even – at some point, we're just going to stop calling a prayer because all it, it's, it's just shifting our mind. Every I don't care who you are. You, you would be wise to shift your mind into thoughts that are true about who you really are and about what's going on so that your immune system can work, so that your nervous system can be in alignment with what's really going on and you can bring out your best. Your prayers make a huge difference. When you pray, you access a potential spiritual vibration that can be released in no other way. So whenever a report of war, conflict, like you're watching the news, death, or any other unhappy situation, large or small, personal or global, comes to your attention, meet it silently by taking an inner stand, go to a higher level of consciousness, which is what I did while I was walking to Shake Shack. All of a sudden, I was like, Santa Monica's beautiful. I'm amazing. Why am I thinking this stuff? Go to a higher level of consciousness from which healing can take place. Prayer works. Pray. Pray. And affirmative prayer is the best. It just means choosing a whole new set of thoughts that are positive and feel good. And they feel good because they're true. It's crazy, right? Thinking thoughts that are true feel good. All right. What well, about our guest? Let's think. Uh, Stephen. did you want to say anything about this? Since you, we never had a guest in the studio. Anything bubbling up in your mind right now? I've mentioned you. No pressure, but. Uh.
3: Oh, man. I'm just. Uh, blown away how this stuff really does work. I remember when I first met you and Daryl. Yes. And I was listening to Funniest Thing. Yes. And I was living in Hollywood. Right. And um, I would drive on my way to work and I'd put you guys on. And at first, like, you know, I was totally not living this way of life that right. I am now living now, like doing the morning routine, the affirmative prayer. I yes. was totally in the opposite, totally in the race mind, totally right. scheming, push right. and shove. That's where I was. So right. when, Dar- when I met Daryl and you know, I asked him for help, and, you know, I saw the way he was living and the way he carried himself. I'm like, this guy, I want to learn what he does. Right,
0: <laughs> right. And
3: so, you know, he started helping me. He gave me the morning routine. He said, you'd love this um, podcast. And at first, you know, I had to force myself every morning. Mm-hmm. I had to follow, like you said, there was an inner wisdom in me that said, just press play. Mm-hmm. When a part of me said, no, I want to I listen to my hip hop. <laughs> I want to listen to my rock and roll to get right. ready for work. And so I just said, you know what, this Stephen, you need to do this, and I did it. And like, I would drive to work, I would drive through Hollywood, I would, I would listen to you guys, and I would like, I would automatically imagine you two wow. in a setting like this wow and at the same time you know i can move out here to be an actor so i imagine like being in front of a camera like when daryl was saying start using the power of visualization right you don't gotta start pushing and shoving start feeling what it would be like to be in front of the camera yeah. doing what you love acting not just the idea of being famous which is right. empty which is which is right which doesn't stand on anything firm right and so now here we are in Chubbo Studios in front of cameras. <laughs> and
0: you know what's crazy? You guys are in the booth. And you're the first in-studio guest. And remember, we were going to have someone else. And you were like half-joking, half-sincere, like, oh, man, I thought I was going to be the first in-studio guest. That, that guy dropped out. Today's guest dropped out. And now... You said it sincerely, and here you are, our first in-studio guest. I, it's just amazing how the things we say, like when I said I wanted to know who Foster McClellan is, when we don't have like weight on it and we don't even know, we just throw it out there. It's amazing how things come together. Yes. Let me say this real quick. If you're watching on YouTube, check out Daryl's new book, Break Out of Your Box. It's on Amazon. Um, it's awesome. And actually, I got a message I wanted to read from Lois Conklin, who watched our YouTube um uh, living on a prayer with John Strickland. She said, loving this program, getting the rerun on YouTube, as has I haven't figured out where you are live. Well, good news. We are not live anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Except like when we're recording this, we are alive. But we're, um, So you're in the right place, Lois. You can also um, ask someone if you don't know how to use podcast apps on your phone, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you look at podcasts, it, yeah, you can it, get us to listen to it. It's just an audio version of yes. the same thing. So you're in the right place. But this is why I read this right now. She said, it doesn't really matter. I have a question. Did you record Daryl's book review yesterday? Blessings on you all, Lois C. So I interviewed Daryl at Village Well in Culver City. And it is up on our YouTube channel, Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Another reason to subscribe to the channel. You can check it out there. Yes. So I just wanted to let everyone know. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so if you want to send anything to us, Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312. By the way, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for going to Patreon.com, funniest thing. Uh, This is just funniest thing? Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash funniest Funniest thing. Contributing to the show. If you want to mail us something, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. We got great mail from um, Kathy LaPoff today. Yes. New Jersey, eh? Yes. Hi, Daryl and Ed. I've been meaning to write forever, all caps, I recently went back to the beginning and have started listening to your podcast podcasts since your first in 2013. I listen in the morning, evening, and while driving my car. You guys are incredibly helpful to me as I am considered an essential worker and work in an environment which is challenging on an almost daily basis. It is difficult to be good and think positive blessings, thoughts, uh, blessing thoughts to miserable people, but listening to your podcast helps to put things in perspective. Yes, I encounter many beautiful and spiritually healthy individuals, but there are more miserable individuals since the pandemic began, and I find them to be challenging. Keep up the great work, my friends, and I love you. Sincerely, Kathy, a tough, no nonsense chick from New Jersey. That's great. Yeah, I mean,
2: you're not well, wrong. you're not alone. We feel. Uh, yeah, depend. Yeah, I feel the same way, but we just keep turning to the light and just remembering, like we were talking about the other day. Because when my mind shifts to, you know, the things that I hear or say, even from my na- my own neighbors, yeah, I could easily start going, oh, right. you know, either what's the use or I got to move. Right. This place is miserable. Right. So then I, But the thing is, like Ed said, but when my mind switches to that healthier place, if I just go, wait a minute, this is all in my head. Right. I mean, yes, it's coming from this person right now. But when my head is in a really good space, people can say anything, and I'm like, it bounces right off. It yeah. does. But when I'm in the susceptible mind, that's, right. that's why listening. You know, then it affects me a lot. But that's why having friends and and having spiritual books and things we can listen to that bring my mind back to that healthy state, which we know is true. Right. Because it feels so good. And it tracks so many blessings. Right. You know, that it's, it really is uh, perception. And the perception yeah. can change in a minute. But it's not always easy. I'm not going to say it's easy, but that's why we have friends to remind us when we call them and go, ah, oh, guess what I just heard? Right. And then a good friend will say, well, I know, but we just got to bless it. Or like Ed, Ed was doing recently when he was getting upset about. The neighborhood or whatever he was in, yeah. he said, oh, "I'm just going to say I love living in uh, Missouri. Like right. this is a, affirm that it's a place that you already love. Yes, and then miraculously, the environment you're in will take on that
0: healthy, right, positive atmosphere. That's right. That's right, man. All of that stuff is great. It really is all prayer. Every thought's a prayer. Is there so many things to." Based on what you're saying One is we have to learn to disconnect the idea That suffering is virtuous Yes, Or that suffering on, with someone else is virtuous Oh it's the worst We actually have a If anything our spiritual responsibility Is to not believe the stories Negative stories people are telling us About themselves and the world Because what happens if we let them in We will start seeing them in that yes. life And then that's the blind leading the blind Because no one is remembering who that person really is We become sympathetic in vibration. We start vibrating with them instead of empathy, which is when we're connected with our own love and joy. And we go, oh, man, I know what it feels like to believe that. And that feels terrible. But that's not the truth. That's what I heard once. Empathy is the ability to feel with someone all the way to the point where you realize that it's not happening for to you. Yes. Sympathy is when you start to get so caught up. And I've noticed it lately. If I believe anyone's nonsense within a couple days, it will start. Yeah. Rejecting itself, and I'll start seeing that in my life. Oh, yeah. In their life. It's amazing. Anyone you think of in a limiting way right now, try just throwing that away and redefining them how you want to re- see them, how you know them in the highest light. It changes yeah, everything. Because
2: we're ca- actually joining in, we're casting them as a victim.
0: Yeah. And then we a- stay powerless. And if we believe they are, it's because somewhere deep inside there's a part of us that's going, Great! Now I get to be a victim and throw away all this garbage about succeeding and la la la. <laughs> you know, and like I don't know why, but I guess I think because all of us have been growing up in the same similar world, we have similar inclinations, like preconditioned ideas. So we're letting go of those. Jeff Spikes from Arizona said the recent episode with John Strickland was exactly what I needed to hear this morning. Love the encouragement this show delivers. And we got a great email from Chenoweth, Chris Chenowith, who we just read from, and then we're going to talk to Stephen Tom Thorpe. Thankfully, we have a little extra time now that we're flying high in our in Showbo Studios. So, hang tight, Stephen. We appreciate your uh, patience. So no he said, "Yes." So Chris Chenoweth, This is so funny because we found Chenoweth through what? Alan Cohen, "Deep Breath of Life." I never really loved this story. Yeah,
2: but I became like I eventually said I gotta find out if this. This guy he mentions... Yeah, he mentions this
0: minister who basically sounds like the only thing he talks about is his new big screen TV, his new hot tub. His his new new, motorcycle. Yeah. So the whole reading is about that. And it's it's an inspiring message about not thinking that you need to be... um, in lack, that there's anything virtuous about lack, that it's yeah. a, that living in this way is actually a virtuous and a prosperous way to live. Yeah, but living
2: prosperously is actually the way God intended us to be. Is the message, mm-hmm. rather than thinking there's some virtue in suffering. Right. However, it comes across a little, a little odd, like right. a little off-putting. Yeah. But. You get the message. Like I, I've learned to look for the good part and throw away the rest. But right. eventually, this year, I decided, let me see if this guy, Chris Chenoweth, is even... Like, where is he? Who is he? Yeah. So we look him up. And you've heard on the past few episodes, we've been mentioning him fondly. Right. Because all the stuff he puts out is incredible. And we just got an email from him after yes. we let him know how we discovered him.
0: Yeah. So I also I let him know... That we talked to John Strickland. Because it just turns out he's a friend of someone we've known for a very long time, John Strickland. Close friends. Close friends. Not only that, he's close friends with Kathy Jean Norman, who is our new friend from Unity of Santa Barbara. So it's just crazy. What what are we pointing to? Sorry, I was trying to be as quiet as possible. That's right. If you could just move on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. No worries. Thank you. Um, so... uh So he turns out Chris Chenoweth is good friends with people that we know. And so we thanked him for coming on, for all the inspiration and such, like you said, how we got to know him. And he sent us this email about the reading that we found him in. He said, I've laughed so many times about you finding out about me through the Alan Cohen book. I thank God that you're the only one that's ever commented on it. I dislike the way that (laughs) came out in the book. We spent the day together, and he was one of—he was the one that was enamored with all my stuff. I kept. (laughs) Wasn't there a billiard table too? Yes, there there
2: (laughs) was. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: That's what was off putting How could you get that excited about a billiard table And the fact that Alan Cohen called it a billiard table It is <laughs> a pool table in any other language Not if it's opulent right. I kept telling him that the real riches Listen to this He was the one that was enamored with all my stuff I kept telling him that the real riches in life Are to do what you love doing And are privileged enough to do so uh. That material things are just in the moment To satisfy the soul uh, God bless you both, Chris. So wh- that was funny. We love when we unravel these mysteries. By the way, if you're wondering why we're sitting uh, opposite today, um, during that same surf session that went amazing, I, uh, did, I came off of an amazing wave. And normally, I've surfed. It's like riding a bike. I've surfed since I was 13. I'm 48 now. So it's, you know, I pop out over the wave. All the excitement's done. And I normally just fall on my belly and start paddling. Somehow my right hand misses the rail, the side of the surfboard, and the surfboard just bumps up into my lip. And it was – thank God there was no wave. It wasn't anything exciting. It was just this little thing, but it was enough that like, – where the way it hit my tooth, my right lip like opened up. And um, But the miracle was there was a lifeguard there who's an EMT. And he goes, oh, dude. Salt water is good for it No stitches required So <laughs> I ended up surfing For two and a half more hours So that was amazing um, We're just going to forget About that for now uh, But I just wanted to say That's why we're flipping it today Who knows Maybe we'll like it so much We'll we'll stick this we'll stick it with it this way But uh, we'll see I Mean the way we're seated Yeah The it, way we're seated Only
2: people on YouTube Are seeing Oh that's right If you Seed.
0: watch us on YouTube We flip sides today uh, Check out the website DarrellNet.com, Find our funniest thing Fan page on Facebook, everything's there. We actually just got into putting reels up, R E E L, stepping into the big time on Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram and fa- I've been putting them on our Facebook also. Oh, good. Yeah, so we want to thank uh Indy, our engineer out here at Chobo Studios. How you doing, buddy?
2: Doing well, loving it.
0: Are you enjoying the show today? Oh, yes. Oh, it's man. my favorite
3: day of the week. Oh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah.
0: Love to hear that. <laughs> we want to thank the chief engineer out in Kansas, uh, his name is Jeff Comfort. He's been with us from the beginning and each week. He takes us
2: right
0: into the comfort zone. (laughs) Shout out quickly to Message of Hope. They provide daily word to people who can really need it. Outreach at unityonline.org is how you find Message of Hope. Shout out to the prayer line. That's Silent Unity. Big part of remembering that we're all trust fund kids Call them if you're having trouble with any of this stuff and listen to them pray affirmatively with you. They don't ask for... Um, if you want to get an email or a, me- a letter in the mail, prayer support, they will send it to you. Otherwise, they don't ask for anything else. They've been around since the 1890s, and it's a big part of unity. So s- the prayer line, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800 They have a, a app, the letter U, the word pray that you can use. They're called Silent Unity because it's really about going. We've talked about this again and again. Slipping into the silence, recognizing our unity, first with ourselves, with God, with everyone around us. It's amazing. So uh, call Silent Unity at eight hundred six six nine seven seven two nine. Well, we already welcomed in welcomed him in. His name is Stephen Tom Thorpe, and he actually wasn't even going to be our guest today. But another guest, John Franzis, was. Franzis, is that how you say his name? Yeah. He was going to come on, but uh, something came up, which is so apt to happen with that young fella out there in Chicago. But He's uh, actually Indianapolis, Ed.
3: I uh, live in Indianapolis, and something came up. I could not be
0: here today. <laughs> Steven Domthorpe is an actor, and he does a perfect John Franzis impersonation. So we got the best of both worlds. Please yes. call me Matt now. My name is Matt. Oh, he! I thought you told us to go with John this episode. <laughs> well, that's why
2: I couldn't be on it.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, wow. I forget sometimes, guys.
0: <laughs> so what do you want to do? You got more thoughts to share or you want to read the Daily Word? Um,
3: How about I just share it and I'll read after. Okay, good. Okay. Do you are, have
2: the Daily Word?
3: I have a, fo- a photo. I'll
0: hand you the hard copy, but let's hear what you got to share, man. What do you think? Yeah, because I was thinking about it. That
3: job that I was driving to, uh, that I was telling you guys I was listening to through through Hollywood, um, when I bumped into Daryl, I hated my job. Right. And uh, we were talking, you know, the, the topic is trust fund. Uh, what is it again? We're all trust fund kids. We're all trust fund kids. So basically, I was living like a trust fund kid because I moved out here and my parents were paying for everything. Right. And, um, I willingly, uh, accepted that and, uh, You know, I basically kind of took it and ran, but I I definitely did not appreciate their generosity. I took advantage of it. Right. I was living far 3,000 miles away from home. Right. And I felt like a big shot. I was like, ooh, it's my chance. I'm out here to be an actor. I'm meeting all these celebrities. I'm on my way to the big top. Right. And... You know, my father said, get a you know, get a job while you're out there, you know, and, and I did. And it was just for walking around money. And it was at this law office. Right. And I was working there and I hated it. I felt like the people there were out to get me. I was the big shot actor coming in. Right. And I felt like people were out to get me. Um, I felt like they were trying to make my life harder. Right. And I and then I bumped into Daryl and I started telling him what was going on in my life. First of all, he said, first, you know, wait a minute, you're 28 years old. And your parents are paying for everything? Right. How can you live with yourself?
0: <laughs> that sounds like bizarro. That's a good sobering up statement that when it hits you, right? When it you hit right me hard. It. Yeah. It hit me hard. And my yes. parents
3: were still working and they're in their 60s. And he said, Do you want your parents to work until their dying day because they feel they like they have to support you? Right. And I said, No. And so, um, you know, we got practical, and he said, "Okay, what do you, you got a job? Okay, what are you doing at this job?" And I told, and I laid it on him. I was honest with him. I said, "Well, you know, I work a few hours a day, but and you know, the, they they give me crap, and they're making my life harder." Right. And he goes, "Okay, well, what do you do at the job?" And I and I, this is like where divine wisdom came through me because for some reason when I was talking with Daryl, I didn't have the wall put up to where it's like I'll just tell, yeah, I do a great job, right. I felt so comfortable with them, and I was honest. I was like, well, um, actually, I'm on my phone all day. Uh, when they ask me to do work, I I give them, I, I tell them, like, you know, I'll get to it when I can. Right. And actually, I, I treat them like crap he right. goes, well, there
2: you go. That's why you feel like people are out to get you. And right. weren't you dressed and, like, you would show up trying to look cool by not washing your hair because you thought that cool kid's, like, yeah. messy hair. That's what
3: they do out here in L.A. And then they were, the and they cool were kids.
2: shorts with a tank
3: Gym top. Gym shorts and, and workout tank top, yeah, coming in like I didn't care. Wow. Because I thought that was the way to do it. That's how right. cool people do it, the well-to-do do it. And I, right. wanted, and I thought I was emulating that, but really I was right. just a jerk. Right. And so, thankfully, uh, Daryl had this great piece of advice, and this all has to do with the power of love, and I'm really starting to see you listening to to it today, as you guys were talking about it, the power of love.
0: Right. He
3: said, okay, first, leave your phone in the car so you're not on it, texting and looking at Instagram or whatever the heck you're doing during the day when you should be working. Leave that in the car. Second of all, treat your job, treat your boss. How would you work for your boss if he was Steven Spielberg? Right. You wanted to be come out. You wanted to move out here to be an actor. How would you work for this company, for your boss, for the coworkers who are Steven Spielberg's right hand men? Of course. Right. How would you treat those people? How would you work at the law office? Right. I said, okay, I'm going to do that. I started doing that. So then I, I just put this together. I, you know, I did it, and my life is transformed. But right. now I'm like realizing what it sure, was because sure. I started to love my job. Yeah. <laughs> started right. to really love my job right and steven can you do this right away you got it no problem Stephen, please do this oh sure yeah St- and i was even, i was picking up bum trash and i was happy to do it like the one right. job that nobody wanted to do that the old me would have said i'm above that like what what do you think i am i said no problem right so long story short i started to get more hours i started to get more money i started to get more responsibility because of that mm-hmm. and then i started to be able to pay more of my bills on my own mm. to relieve the pressure from my parents. And all this came from within and from, good in- from encouragement from Fizarro and from you, Ed, right. talking about this stuff. And like, oh, wow, so this seem- it seems like this would be the next step. Now you're paying your own credit cards. Right. Now you're going to be able to pay the rent soon. And I was able to do that. And it's like little by little. This is where, like, the magic part of it comes is throughout the course of a year, I went from my parents paying for everything, to now i'm fully self-supporting right and it's like that how does that happen within a year somebody who's 28 years old who has been coddled his whole life right who has never had to step out in faith boldly to uh assert his assert himself and to take hold of his life and his destiny yeah and i attribute it all to the to the morning routine yes to getting on that wavelength yeah to that transformative power that I've been linking up with and reading these books and and it's it's incredible how much it's changed my life, and okay. what about
2: the best part?
3: Oh yes, I was yeah, just last year, my parents were able to retire, right, so it's like now they're relaxing
2: well, now cause they, yeah, because they owned their own business, so they, did, they it wasn't like they were in a company where they're guaranteed a pension oh man, so if you hadn't gotten off. If you hadn't started paying your own way, they would have still felt obligated. Right. Because, well, he can't really do this on his own. To and continue. We to be a success. That they would have never been able to sell their businesses and enjoy the, you rest, know, of their the lives. rest of their lives that they worked so hard for to give you a good life. And it's pretty remarkable that they were able to do that. Because when I first met you... It didn't sound like they were even thinking of that. No. They kept complaining about how, I remember, because they were overwhelmed by how things were going, and you would tell me that they were just like sticking their nose to the grindstone. Well, you know, this is the way it is, Steve. I got to go in, you know, owning, i remember. And it sounded like it was never going to end. And you were even bringing up the idea of them possibly retiring, but in the beginning I guess they still didn't trust you were going to. Be able to do what you accomplished through just trusting in God, right? Well, it's
0: not only that. Now they have a living example in their family of faith. Like you became like silent unity for them because as soon every time you talk, because this is what I like is that when you told him. And you called him out for living off of his family. It's not you're not just leaving him out no, to dry. No, you're saying that's so much smaller than what you could be doing. Here's and what a, they
2: could be doing.
0: Well, yeah, I know. Pause that for a second because you didn't even know about that then. But what I'm saying is, when you called him out for living small, you didn't just because a lot of people do that. They'll oh, your mom is blah blah blah, but the loving part of it and the same thing that they did for you and you've done for me and we do for each other is the loving part is you're saying that's so much smaller than what doesn't anyone ever told you that you're capable by living this way, do the morning routine. Remember that you are a trust fund kid, but you are a trust fund kid of God, not of, yeah. And then because it wasn't just you that was responsible for your parents mentality of thinking that way. They had already been thinking that on their own. So for the very person that they thought they were doing it for to, wake up yeah. and become sane in their mind and loving and then reflect that back to them yeah. and re- be a reminder to them that that kind of thinking is crap it's just so awesome it's how it all, all works together and you started out trying to be above that law office with your short blah 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 your attitude what happened to the actual where, what are your hours like now Because it used to be quite hectic in that office, all the dynamics and everything, but you didn't run away, you blessed it, you showed up and did your job, and now what's going on? Now
3: my I you know uh it's incredible I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> Basically uh it was hectic and I would constantly be blessing it and yeah. try like bless the hell out of it, you know, cuz there's a lot of big personalities. Right. It was 8 hours a day. 8 hours a day and you know that normal
0: kind of, 9 to 5 kind during, of stuff. During
3: driving in and out of work during rush hour like everybody else, everybody right. else 9 to 5 stuck at the office. Yeah. Right. And um through a series of events <laughs> My boss just happened to ask me, Stephen, could you work at night for a few days? And I did, like night, like midnight or 10, 10 p.m. Like, when no one's there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No a- one's after there. hours, like seven p.m. to you know, yes. like what? one or, one or two in the morning. And so then uh, I did that. It turned out I got more work done in that time because nobody was was you know asking me to do their jobs. They still give me their jobs, but I'm not stuck talking with them. Right. They right. leave me little notes, and I get it done. Right. So now I'm getting double the work done in half the time yeah
0: and you're in well i know for myself and daryl can attest to this when i'm at school and there's no one there the mental atmosphere is so much more conducive to getting things done that it's you get that heavenly feeling right you're just you and you're trusted by your divine father to get this stuff done and uh, you go about it and get it done it's amazing
2: yeah and, this,
3: yeah, and so now, basically, I, I work half the hours and get paid the same.
2: And you have your days <laughs> free for auditions and acting work. It's incredible how this stuff works, folks. Yeah. And it really is just love and hope. Like, we started the show off. When I choose lo- and trust in love and hope, I'm surrendering to success. I really am.
0: Yeah.
3: I was thinking about it, too, how this all happened. Like, when I would be working at during the day... And these big personalities would, you know, say things or I would get upset by some comments or, right. you know, and then I I would start to ruminate in my brain, go negative, go away from the loving leader. Yeah. right. And then I, remi- I, w- I would call Daryl or I would talk to Ed and you guys would remind me, send love at them. Right. Pray for them. Right. Remind you. And I would tell myself, what am I doing at this law office? I'm just, you know, I'm not going to be an actor. I should just move back home and be taken right. care of by mom. Right. One thing that I I just thought of today that... A saying a phrase that daryl i remember always shared with me and, he's, and he said just say it you know remind yourself this feel this god is on the road ahead yeah god is on the road ahead the road ahead is friendly yeah god is behind everything he's let his hand work behind the unseen plane for you yes and so instead of and so i would and then i would help ease my mind to where i was thinking yeah. screw these people they don't know what's going on or oh, i suck no just that allowed my my brain to go to peace, yeah. and for me to let go, and let God, and just focus
0: on my work, and then look what happens. Right. Well, that's yeah. That's a gr- there's a great Evan Fox about God being on the road ahead. Learn to see the unknown as it, friendly yeah, as your it's, friend.
2: It's called never look back, and never turn back.
0: It's a conscious tool because when our mind, when we shift our mind, when it doesn't, this just like I was saying about the uh, the blood pressure. It. it Whatever we believe, that's what our mind is going off of. That's the program it's running. So when it, for some reason, when it, re- when it thinks the road ahead is scary, it starts to look back and just dwell in the past. But when we just go, no, 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 turn around, turn the camera around, look ahead. It's like uh, Abraham Hicks talks about this. We're driving down the freeway, and too often we're looking through the rearview mirror. But we never stop moving forward. So why not start looking forward and blessing it? And before you know it, all that stuff in the past is gone. It's so much less relevant than we think it is. No one else is really holding us to that except ourselves. So that, that's, that is the true salvation of all this stuff is how powerful our minds are in, 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 and when they see the truth and when, when we feed the truth to ourselves every morning. Oh, dude, we got to get rolling, man. Speaking of the truth, one more thing before yeah. I read that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was thinking about like my relationship and being
3: being reliant on like you said marriage who this girl or this man or whatever family money right you know what I mean being reliant on that instead of God the one source the one power right before my relationship with my parents was so twisted and sick on my half Mm-hmm. Because I always felt like I had to be a weasel with them to get them to keep giving me money. Right. Like I got to be loving. Right. I better show them that I'm doing this and that and then the other. That feeling. So that did not not allow any kind of true love to go through.
0: Yes. And
3: so now my relationship with my, with my parents is so uh, positive, rewarding, yeah. and sincere. That's amazing. And it feels so good.
0: That's so beautiful. Yeah, I'm going through similar things with my in laws right now and uh it's wonderful i'm so glad to hear that man that's such a good point when we're doing all this fake stuff out of inse- inse- insecurity and obligation there's no room for real love to flow and that's what this show is all about when our real self and our real love starts to flow everything and anything is possible for us not only is it possible it happens very quickly in amazing ways there's ways we could n- never predict yeah. Well, here you go. Well, Something's yeah, amazing.
2: once I have once I realize I don't need anything or anyone right. in the in the in that other way. Yeah. Well, then I have the best relationships. That's right. I don't have to be because when I need something or think I need this, could be a job, could be anything. Well, then it the whole thing gets twisted. Yeah. You know the I'm just grateful. Like when jobs would go, okay, it's time to end, or I would get the inkling to say, that's enough. Yeah. (laughs) But I, you know, I've been fortunate that way because I never really had to rely on one thing as a source, which was terrible in the beginning and made me full of self pity and envious of others, you know. But it actually turned out to be a great benefit because, you know, like it's no house we've ever owned. I felt like, oh, you know, I've been able to let go of any anything that's come up and car. I'm not like, ooh, you know, it's, or even jobs, you know, it's time to move or, okay, this job is over. Mm-hmm. Or thinking, I better stay in the military because what else am I going to do when I abandon this, you know? Right. And just having friends that would remind me, God's on the road ahead. Whenever you step out boldly, Daryl, you know things always work out for you in better than expected ways. And once I grab a hold of that belief, which I have many times in these situations, it creates a vacuum that actually pulls the greater good toward me. Yes. Draws it towards us.
0: Right. Yeah. That's what I want.
2: Yeah, well, it's happening. It is. I just thought about this too. I
3: perform live improv in Burbank, California.
0: Right.
3: <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> Tonight. When I was growing up, always wa- listening to Jay, or watching Jay Leno, and he'd always say, Here we are in beautiful Burbank, California.
2: And, and now you're doing I'm it. I'm doing
3: it. Like, this
0: is nuts. It's incredible. It is. Wow. All right. Should I read this? This is yeah. great.
3: All right. Let go, let God. I bless myself when I let go and let God. If I find myself ruminating over a concern or a weighty decision, I release its grip on my attention by letting go and letting God. When I let go, I am placing my trust in divine mind, the source of infinite potential. I believe there are solutions and remedies of which my limited human mind simply cannot conceive. Yes. When I let God, I am trusting the grace of God will... uh, When I let God, I am trusting the grace of God will bless my life in the most wondrous and even surprising ways. Letting go and letting God is how I live my faith. I surrender to spiritual truth, the presence and power of God, and believe the best outcome is going to be so much better than anything I can imagine. I affirm I let go and let God and relax into knowing I am deeply loved and abundantly blessed. Do not, this is the Bible quote at the bottom, do not let your hearts be troubled, believe in God, believe also in me. That's from John chapter 14, or yeah, chapter 14, verse 1.
0: Wow. Wow. Big part of this is what I'm hearing. So we really got to bless our current situation along with looking forward to what's the, the the mistake is to start when I start to look ahead and then I start cursing yeah yeah you the situation curse. is belo- yeah. below me because then it that just tangles me up and keep makes it take longer even yes. though because we're not better than that situation no it's just, is it right for us is it the place where we can express ourselves because th- this is really about being in a place where we can express ourselves the most. And then, and by doing so, we bless and pass that on to others in a way that lets them know that they are blessed and can be free. It's just as beautiful, like just like your story with your family. Things got better for you when they got better for you. They get better for everyone when we live this way. That's the kind of that's what everyone wants with regards to our world, whether it's the corporations, capital, whatever they're worried about. What people really want is a way. They're trying to find a way that it works for everyone. And the beauty of it is, the way is already there. There's principles to live by. That's why we do the show. That's why we practice this stuff every day. He's got his. Oh yeah, you want to use the that's script? Easier, Here we yeah. go. Yeah. So you. anyway, we got s- thank, thank you, Stephen Tom Thorpe, for coming on the show. TMZ for... sent us in something, Ed. That's right. We got a great story related to you. You you didn't share this little tidbit about your story, but we're going to share it now. Daryl and Ed, that's us. We were eating in Beverly Hills when we came across Stephen Tom Thorpe smiling and eating pizza we asked him what's going on steven i just
3: had an audition for a role as a tough guy in stallone's new action movie i got to meet sylvester and do a scene with him and he even gave me a nickname wow, wow. Oh. so did you get the role no i was so nervous that i shut down completely that's why stallone called me jean-claude van clam
0: <laughs> John Claude Van Clamp. <laughs> <laughs> I think Indy, that really tickled Indy's funny got to tickled somebody's. The best joke yet. <laughs> <laughs> best joke yet. Well, Michael Simbello came into the studio to sing us out. You yes! Know? You guys ready? Yeah, we're ready. We are maniacs, maniacs, maniacs on the, the floor. floor. And And we're we're trusting trusting like we've never trusted before. before. We are maniacs, maniacs maniacs on the floor. And And we're we're dancing like we've never danced danced before. Yeah.
2: Oh, visit DarylNet to find easy (laughs) links to everything we do. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks again for being on on Chobo Studios. Sorry, that's (laughs) (laughs) DarylNet.com. To find easy links to everything we do. And thanks, as always, for being a part of like, Funniest Like, comment, Things. and subscribe on YouTube.
0: Because we're maniacs, maniacs on the floor. And we're dancing like we've never danced before. Woo-hoo-hoo!
1: Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.